We're in this series that I have titled Do Your Job, which is a study in the book of Ephesians, uh, a book whereby the Lord superintended in the hand of the Apostle Paul to this church for us in the body of Christ at large to motivate us, to encourage us, to explain how we ought to do our job. This is the fourth message in this series, and today I want to preach from the subject, No Way Out. Our text today is Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14. The Word of God reads, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. God has a purpose and a plan. He is going to unify all things and Christ will be the head of all things. No more division. Everyone and everything will recognize the authority of Christ. God's plan includes you and me with the job He designed us to do. The Holy Spirit in our lives leaves us with no way out from doing our job. The Holy Spirit is the seal that we are owned and approved by God. In Ephesians 1 verse 13, the Bible says, In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. This verse tells us that by believing, casting our full weight, that Jesus is God, we have been sealed with the Holy Spirit. Being sealed by the Holy Spirit is mentioned here and also in Ephesians 4.30. The only other time it's mentioned in Scripture is in 2 Corinthians 1.22. In looking at these passages, these letters that were written, I asked myself, why is it only mentioned the sealing of these of the, the sealing of the Holy Spirit in these two letters? The reason has to do with the town of Ephesus and Corinth. Both Ephesus and Corinth were great centers of the lumber industry in ancient times. Here's a picture of the theater in Ephesus, the ruins that remain today. You notice the road that leads out, leads out into the harbor. It was a great, a great seaport city. This harbor enters into the Aegean Sea. Now, back in the time of ancient times, at the time of the Apostle Paul, uh, a raft of logs would be floated from the Black Sea in the north. And then when they would come down a distance of about 600 miles and they got to Ephesus, the different lumber merchants would come and look over the logs and make their selections of which ones they wanted. One person would say, I'll take these. Another, I'll buy those over there. Then they would do two things. They would cut a certain wedge on each log that they had bought, which marked that log as bought and paid for, and to show who it belonged to. It was their seal of ownership and approval 
of this log, having been purchased by them. In like fashion, the word of God says the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer is God's seal that we are owned and approved by God. The Holy Spirit is also the guarantee of our inheritance. Ephesians 1 verse 14 says, who is the guarantee of our inheritance? As these logs were marked for ownership and approval by the merchant who would acquire them, the second thing the owner of the logs would do was to put down a down payment on the logs, a deposit, good faith money, good earnest money. And when the logs were delivered or picked up, they would then pay the rest of the money. The Holy Spirit will provide us with new bodies and an inheritance when we finally get to heaven. But we have a ceiling in the Holy Spirit right now which promises and guarantees that this inheritance is ours and is waiting for us. He is like a deposit, the Bible says. God has made a purchase, and just to prove that he's going to follow through on his purchase, he's made a down payment. He's given us a deposit in the form of the Holy Spirit. When we buy a car or a house, we make a deposit. We give a down payment. This tells the seller that we are promising to buy it. This is what God has done here. He has given a deposit to us. He has promised that what he has begun, he will finish. That's why we have no way out from doing our job, because God will bring to completion the perfection of all humanity who has believed in his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to make us like he made the original man in the Garden of Eden to be holy because we've been made in the image of a holy God. We have God's seal of ownership and approval. We have the Holy Spirit who is the guarantee of our inheritance, which means that we ought to be interested, motivated, unstoppable in doing the job that God has given us within the body of Christ. Not only do we have this from the Holy Spirit, but he also is the down payment of even better things to come. The latter part of Ephesians 1.14 says, until we acquire possession of it. There's the inheritance that waits us in heaven. There's the redemption of our bodies. We looked at redemption in verse 17, and what we saw there is a similar idea here, for we're just reminded of it. We're heirs of God, co-heirs with Jesus Christ. We have been redeemed from our captivity to sin, and because of the sealing of the Holy Spirit, we will also experience the redemption of of our bodies. We have been delivered from the penalty of sin, the power of sin, and ultimately, finally, we will be delivered from the presence of sin.
as great a gift as the Holy Spirit is, he is only a deposit, a foretaste, a small glimpse of the beauty, the glory, the greatness, and majesty that awaits us in eternity with the redemption of our bodies. And once again, just in case we forget, Scripture tells us that this is to the praise of his glory. It is all for God's glory, not for ours. It is for God's glory alone that he is giving us these wonderful riches. God, when he made the first man, was collective to himself. In redeeming us from destruction, he lives now within humanity in the, in the person of the Holy Spirit. When our bodies are redeemed and our ultimate salvation has come to fruition, free from the power, free from the penalty, free from the presence, God once again will be collective to himself and we who were made in the image of a holy God will be holy, bright, and glorious, just like Jesus Christ, forever present shall we be with the Lord and worship him with bodies that won't get tired, with bodies that won't grow old or weary, with bodies that will take delight in performing the work that God has created us to do. You see, the Word of God makes us aware of three incredible riches that we have in Jesus. We have the security from the Father. He has promised to make us holy and make us hairs. Second, we have the salvation from the Son. And today we have seen that we have the sealing from the Holy Spirit to the praise of his glory. Beloved, there's nothing more than I can do than offer to the one who has not accepted Christ as their personal Savior to offer them an opportunity to invite Christ into their life. He will make your life brand new if you just come to him. 